my name is Emily. Welcome to Sis Creek, where I talk about Pacey and Joey as a couple and as individuals. Today, we're talking about them as a couple because there's like six scenes with them in it, and I'm really, really excited about it. So, if you are new here and you're wondering what it, what all is this madness, well, let me tell you in about 20 seconds. Well, like I said, it's as a couple and as individuals, and the reason why I do this podcast is because I feel like there are so many things that we miss, and so many things that we don't understand, like, why did they do this, and why did they do that, and then later, sometimes, it will come back, and we'll be like, oh, I remember seeing this with Dawson, or oh, I remember seeing this with Andy, or oh, I remember when this happened in season one, and sometimes... We just forget about it all together. So, I'm recapping every single episode to tell you guys that you are not crazy if you find something. And if anyone like me that does not have Dawson Creek friends, it will help you out just to have a little friend that you can listen to but not chat with. If you would like to get in contact with me, you can find me on Instagram, that's Twitter and Potter. And last thing I want to say is if you are confused at any point, you speak a different language, you don't like podcasts that much, you can watch it on YouTube. Yes, I said watch it on YouTube because I feel like there's so many times where I get lost in a podcast and I'm like, what in the world are they talking about? And then I have to go back and I have to watch it myself. So... Just want to let you know, and if you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel, definitely go subscribe it, give this podcast a review or a comment, either on YouTube or Apple Podcasts, and without further ado, let's get into it. This episode is Season 1, Episode 9. They, it came out on March 10th, 1988. There are seven... Seven scenes of Joey, three scenes of Pacey, and six scenes of Pacey and Joey together. The first scene that we see is of Joey, and we see her coming through Dawson's window as Dawson's watching TV. And Dawson goes, hey Joe, and Joey goes, hey, remember that guy who went on that killing spree soon after claiming sleep deprived? And Dawson goes, yeah, he went He went postal, took like half the fast food restaurant. And Joey said, well, I think I need to call his lawyer. And Dawson says, let me guess, Bessie and Bodie's new, adi- new edition appointed for the night? Let me just say, I will never understand why it didn't automatically get to what happened in the last episode with like the kiss and all but it's just proof that Dawson saw nothing in Joey whatsoever I mean nothing clearly because the first thing that he says is hey Joe like how's it going and oh the baby like ha 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 like the baby is making a lot of racket but like are you not going to talk about what happened last episode with like the kiss and the crying and None of that? None of that at all? Alright, Dawson. Joey then says, I swear to God, Dawson, my sister gave birth to Rosemary's baby as she covers her hands with her cheek. I love this so much. She like, she like rubs her hands on her cheeks just like, I am so frustrated. And she says, I mean, I haven't slept for days and my GPA is taking a 
nosedive and, um, and then looks away. Last week, I got caught in a pool of troll and then looks at him in European history. And Dawson says, ooh, that's pretty. And then she, he tells her to crash here. And Joey says, are you sure? And Dawson points at her and says, but no drooling, though. Well, Joey then starts taking off her shoes and asks if he's in this old new classic kick, which I always thought was funny. When Dawson was scrolling through the channels in the beginning, there was like one where it was like him tilting his head at porn, which I was like, oh, alrighty then. <laughs> I just didn't, I kind of, like, I know that Dawson's Creek is kind of like, a lot of sex jokes and that kind of stuff in the season one actually in all of the seasons but i kind of forgot that he did that that happened and don't you think that we take a new scroll down at new releases lane as she sits on the bed dawson then says i've seen everything in the video store twice trust me there's nothing on the tube joey then says as she's laying down next to dawson garrett cooper is kind of a snoozer Dawson says, exactly. See, in the 40s, you could tell, well, <laughs> you could be a well-intentioned geek and still end up with the girl. Joey, of course, rolls her eyes, but, and then she closes them and then sleepily opens them. I mean, and then this is Dawson speaking, I mean, whatever happened to standard Gary Cooper types, you know, Likeable, but not too self-involved. Smart, without being arrogant. I mean, come on, what happened to that guy? That's a good question, Dawson. I don't know. I honestly don't know what happened to that guy. And, um, Joey's asleep the whole time. <laughs> which I found funny. She just fell asleep with Dawson talking. But how Dawson described it... How Dawson described the guy was definitely not him whatsoever. We then see scene one of Pacey. We see Pacey sitting on the bench, and he goes, You know, this town is an absolute embitterment of a duel. We then see him sitting next to an old man as he continues on by saying, Apart from your occasional sex scandal provided by yours truly, nothing happens here. He then gets up and says, I swear, one day this town is going to shut down completely due to the lack of interest. And then kicks a soda can as street, we see his car that's like about to basically run Pacey over. And he goes, hey, watch it, man. I like how he like backs up and says that. But one thing, <laughs> this car, it reminds me of how I'm gonna try most likely because I'm like I said last episode I think I'm planning on moving to Florida and so I can my dad's like explaining how Florida takes a lot of time with driving like it'll be 40 minutes one time and then like for the college I'm going to and I'm just thinking in my head I'm like I'm gonna be like Billy in that episode where he's just driving like a maniac <laughs> people are just gonna be like are you kidding me I'm gonna end up running someone over not literally but kind of and then <laughs> then Billy goes like the guy who's driving goes back and he says listen um maybe you can help me and Pacey says what we're driving lessons and, and Billy goes no 
that's very cute. I'm looking for a high school. And Pacey goes, Capeside? Pacey, where do you think he's, like, where do you think he's looking? And Billy says, yeah. Are you going to make me ask Captain Ahab over there? And then Pacey goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, all right. So, you want to take the road about a mile and then take a left on Gin Street and then... Uh, you probably want to go have, you probably want to have to write this down, sport. Which, pause here. This whole episode with, like, Dawson and Billy and Jen, it just reminds me of The Great Gatsby. Maybe because I just read it, but just how he said, tell him that you didn't like kissing him or whatever. It was just kind of reminds me how The Great, how Gatsby was like, tell Tom that you don't love him. So when he, when Pacey called him sport, I almost said this last episode too, it just reminds me of the great Gatsby. <laughs> Billy then points at his head and says, total recall. And Pacey laughs as he continues on saying, so you get to that, to that first stop sign after Gin Street and then take a left. The high school is right there. You can't miss it. Then he stands up and Billy's about to leave, but Pacey stops him by putting his arm on his shoulder and says, Actually, you know what? And then he realizes what he's doing and then takes his arm off, takes his hands off and says, I'm headed that, I'm headed in that direction right now, so if you want to give me a ride, I'll be happy to navigate you. Pacey, two seconds ago, you're like, Hey, watch him! Even Billy says, with the, with the reckless driver? Come on. Does that sound smart to you? And then Billy just speeds away as Pacey claps his hand. Left standing there with Captain Ahab. <laughs> we then see scene two of Joey. We then see Bessie trying to comfort Alexander while Joey was telling Bodie she needs to dry her hair. She's like... Bodie, I need to dry my hair because everyone was in the room. <laughs> and Bessie was putting on her lipstick when Joey said, You know, this is my dresser. And Bessie tells her she d she just doesn't want to be late for work. And then she goes, You look like hell. <laughs> like how she says that to Joey. Like, Bessie, I wonder why she looks that bad. And Joey tells her that the human alarm clock kept her up all night, and I overslept, and then she puts her hair up and says, I didn't have time to study for my Spanish exam. her, I know things have been crazy around here since Alexander has been born, but it's our, fir but it's our first time for Bodie and I, and, and the Lurvin Curve has a little, has a little turn around, and then she turns around after looking at Alexander, and promise things will get better soon. And after they get through this adjustment period. And Joey's like, yeah, when will that be? And Bessie says, two, three years, max. And Joey walks out the door saying, wonderful. <laughs> I got a minute. Joey was funny in this scene. See Dawson, help Dawson helping Joey with, this, with her Spanish on the staircase. Again, not feeling like anything happened that last episode. Joey says that she appreciates this, and Dawson says, No problem, he just... He just wished that there was more useful Spanish phrases, which 
new Dawson. I was in Spanish for like two years. And I'm sorry for anyone that may get offended with this, but I still can't say Eros Compolo. I say Compolo, and I know it's wrong. And my brother, who's like in Spanish, he's almost like in, I think, I believe he's in Spanish 4. He just looks at me, and he goes, that's not how you say it. I'm like, I'm sorry, I did not pay attention in Spanish. Like, things don't register through my brain like that. Joey then says, Where's your girlfriend this morning? And Dawson says, Don't know. Haven't seen her. Pay attention. Then he asked her a question in Spanish. She replies in Spanish. And then he goes, You're brilliant. And Joey continues asking about Jen by saying, It's just you haven't talked about her much. Things going okay with you? Things between you and Jen are going okay? Everything going smoothly? Dawson then smiles while saying, Great. And Joey nods her head. And he says, I have to admit, it got a little rough for a little for a little while, but things are going great. Joey then says, great. And Dawson says, Beno. And she says, Beno. And then they start walking down the stairs. But of course, guess who's there walking down the stairs? It's Jen! And then we see Dawson kiss Jen right in front of Joey. And then he hands Joey her book in front of Joey to Jen if they were going bowling tonight. And then Joey's like, I gotta go. But then out comes Billy the Reckless Driver. And Joey turns around as she watches how Jen is acting. And Joey then stays and watches Billy and watches Jen and Billy for a little bit. But Billy saw her and just waved. And Joey goes into her classroom. I want to say that she looks really, really pretty in this. Scene 4 of Joey. You see Joey sitting in the house as Dawson rushes in saying, Joey, I really need to talk to you. But he's like screaming. Like, he's like, Joey, I really need to talk to you. And I'm like, what the? Why are you screaming? <laughs> Joey then raced up to him and tells him to shh, don't wake up, him up. And she looks like she's going to murder him if he does. Joey then says, what's the problem? And Dawson says, okay. You know how yesterday I told, I told you everything between me and Jen was going great? It was fine. Well, it's not. It's a mess. Her ex-boyfriend from New York is here and he's staying at my house. Joey looks completely amused by the whole situation that he just said. And Joey nods her head and says, Oh, so that's who that cute guy was at school yesterday. Dawson then closes his eyes and says, You're not helping. And Joey rolls her eyes with a grin. And then she goes, So what's the big deal? I thought you were with Jen. You guys are a couple, right? I like how she says this. Like, I can tell, like, she's just like, you guys are a couple, what's the problem with this? But she really meant like, <laughs> I know you guys are together. So why is this a big deal if you two are together? Which, may I add that Dawson had no faith in Jen in any of this situation. Like, she had no, like, he had no clue what was going to happen. And I get it, like, I'm the same way. But at the same time, Dawson, have a little faith in your girlfriend. Even when Joey and him were together, he had no faith in her whatsoever. He read her journal for crying out loud. And I can't wait to talk about that, because I have a lot of thoughts on that. 
And Dawson goes, It's just Mr. Smooth Guy over here. It starts to make bowling sound a little lame. And Joey goes, Dawson, bowling always sounds lame. Which I highly disagree, Joey. Bowling does not sound lame. I was in a bowling team for two years and it was not lame. You can actually earn scholarships from bowling. Fun fact. And it's funny to me because when I was like in sixth grade, I want to say, my friend was like, bowling is not a sport. And I'm like, yes, it is. She's like, no, it isn't. I'm like, yes, it is. It was like saying that cheerleading wasn't a sport. And now everyone's telling me that marching band is a sport. But if you've ever been in marching band, you'll understand that that is a sport. I just hate it when people like fight over what's a sport and what's not a sport. Dawson then goes, look, um, Dilly's staying at my house and close zoom of Joey's face looking like um so as she looks down he says either I kick him out and I look pity and insecure or I let him stay and I look paddish Joey then starts to shake her head and Dawson says I'm beginning to think relationship issues run in my family and Joey goes Dawson I hate to break it to you but your problems aren't really that ordinary. You know, divorce and dysfunctions run in this town. Hence her family. Like, Dawson, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, that's that's where your mind goes? But at the same time, I'm like, me too, Dawson. I felt that on so many different levels. It may go back to why he feels so insecure about Joey. But at the same time, I'm surprised that Joey... I mean, I guess she was insecure about a lot of things, but that's probably why she never really mentioned her feelings towards Dawson in the first place. Dawson, of course, interrupts her by when she was saying it dysfunctional, and he says, I can handle divorce, again, with the close-up of Joey's face, and humili humiliation can, can, but can relationship endorse before you reach reach the point of no return joey then asks are we talking about the father or the son here and dawson sighs as joey then says dawson relax don't worry about it you know it's all gonna blow over and you're done better before you know it dawson then goes you think so and joey says don't worry and dawson says just sit tight and Joey walks up to him and says, it's all going to be fine, with a smile on her face. And <laughs> Dawson punches her lightly on, like, the arm and, like, says best and then slams the door. That's just friend zone right there. <laughs> and, like, Joey, hate to break it to you, but you're definitely in the friend zone right here. Like, you're the best, runs away. That's like one of the youth pastors. Like, you're the best, Emily. Like, thanks. I appreciate it. But I don't. And then, of course, Joey is just left with the grinding baby. We then see scene one of Pacey and Joey. Finally, there was a lot of scenes with just Gail and Mitch because they were dealing with the whole affair thing. And then there was a lot of scenes with Billy. So, there was probably a good chunk of just here, like, here and there scenes. 
But I want to say, like, as much as there was scenes with Casey and Joey, it was very short as well. And the scenes already were very short. Usually it takes me, like, a long time to, like, write the outline and get that done. But to give you guys an idea, I really want to say this took me, like, an hour to get all the scenes together. And then, like, probably, like, uh, it didn't take me, like, it probably took me, like, half the day to write the whole thing and I had no well my word document was not working and it was really frustrating me so I had to use my notepad but anyway it was just there was just less scenes in this as much as there is a lot of scenes in it we then see Pacey watching the anaconda working as he's working in the movie store with his feet propped up and smiling at the TV but I like how he's smiling at the TV but yet it's a horror film then Joey comes in and he stops smiling and turns off the TV screen. Joey says, look, I need to rent the English patient. And Pacey says, may I suggest a movie that doesn't completely blow? And Joey says, no, because it was on cable last night and it put the baby to sleep. In fact, it's the only thing that puts the baby to sleep because the baby never sleeps. Because the baby never sleeps. And... If the baby never sleeps, I don't sleep. And if I don't sleep, I get angry, I get irritable, and I can no longer maintain my sunny disposition. So, Pacey, if you have the slightest bit of human dis decency, you write this baby to me immediately and bring 180 minutes of peace into my otherwise wretched life. Please. And I just want to say, the whole time that she was saying all of this, Pacey was so amused by her whole rant, and he goes, Alright, but in my professional opinion, as he's checking her out, you don't need a video store. You need a pharmacist. And he then walks over to the back of the store. Joey then says, Anyway, I heard that Jen's ex-husband lurking around Cape Side. Met this stra strapping young fella yet? Raises her eyebrows afterwards. Pacey says, Oh yeah. He's a real charmer. Just lost three toes to a pair of his steel-belted radios. And Pacey then hands her the tape to her. Joey then says, as she twists the tape box around, says, So, what's the, what's the patty line? You think she'll go back to him and return her to wanted New York ways? And she gives him this small smile. Pacey says, you know, I don't know, but if Jen did ditch Dawson for Billy the kid, wouldn't that please a certain someone we both know? And then Joey laughs as she says, look, you know me. I'm not one to stand in the way of true love. I like how she says true love. Huh. But you know who is the way of standing in true love? Dawson Leary. Dawson Leary is the one who stands in true love. She then raises her eyebrows as she shakes her head and Pacey stares at her like, Don't you lie to me, woman. <laughs> That's what he looks like. He just looks so unamused by the whole situation. Joey, but Joey then continues by saying, But if Jen has this connection to this guy, and Pacey rolls his eyes, which seems like she does, you know, what can I what can we do about it? I like how she's just struggling and acting like nothing happens. But the whole time... See, 
This is what I mean about them being friends in season one. Like, they knew each other, but they kind of, like, Pacey was the one who really knew her the best, besides Dawson. Because Dawson was like, it's good when you know someone who can you can really connect with. But, um, Dawson, this is proof that Pacey really knew her. He said, look, Joey, I, I've never really taken a particular interest in your life. And it stands up. Because... Quite frankly, your life has never been particularly interesting. Pacey, of course you say that, but then explain why you made Dawson and Joey kiss in the detention for a dare. I know it was because she made him kiss Jen, but at the same time, you off you apparently do kind of pay attention if you pay attention to who Joey likes, so... Don't start with, because your life has never been particularly interesting. He was always interested in what Joey and Dawson were like, because, again, I bet he had some type of feelings towards her in that time. Joey rolls her eyes and glares up at him, and then Pacey continues by saying, But there is one thing I need to know. You're really, really enjoying the fact that Jen's ex is in town, aren't you? Joey then starts to say, well, it's intriguing, Pacey. I mean, even you have to admit that. And Pacey says, but you know what? This is the wedge, and I love his hand expression. He goes, like, puts it, like, up and then, like, puts it to the side. You've been waiting for That's going to drive Jen and Dawson apart, right? And Joey says, no, Pacey, you're such a... It's not like that at all, as she shakes her head. You don't know what you're talking about, but... Pacey interrupts her by saying, See, the three of us have been friends too long, and up to this, up until this point, I just kind of stood idly by and watched this all go down. But it's time to lay on... It's time to lay this on the line, okay? And goes up to the counter by saying, You have this raging hormonal obsession for our friend Dawson and you just can't wait to get your hooks into him but good can you and Joey glares at him and he says huh with his eyebrow raised oh man this this scene you guys is always running through my head okay first thing I'm gonna break it down a little bit here he says, see, the three of us have been friends way too long, and up until this point, I just kind of idly stood by and watched this whole thing go down. Okay, this sentence right here always runs through my head anytime I see a scene between them two. Because it's proof that Pacey has been there the whole time, just like Dawson. And I think it's kind of a little bit sad that we never really saw how Pacey and Joey met. And in my head, I can picture them playing on the playground or doing something. And Pacey was like, probably like hit her or like pulled her hair or did something that annoyed her so badly where they just acted like they hate each other most of the time. But... Ever since I watched this show and I figured out that they were, like, together, it always crossed my mind that I bet they took care of each other. Like, I bet Pasty really did look out for her because there was 
a lot of parts, especially in this episode, where he does take care of her and he does make look out for her. And I think at that point, it just kind of proves that Pacey obviously is Dawson's best friend and he goes wherever Dawson probably went. But at the same time, he, he probably had a choice whether to hang out with Joey or not, but there was probably times, several, several times, especially when they were, like, growing up, that Pacey and Joey did get along at some points. And I read this, I read this fanfiction called Amanda Hole, and how she made it. She was making it where Pacey and Joey were talking about how Dawson was getting into the Spielberg again, which really, like, I love that part so much because it kind of showed how they were just watching the movie. And sometimes, I heard this, my friend said this to me after we watched Dynasty. If you have not seen Dynasty, it's a newer version. It came out last Friday, and I'm so happy about it. Because now finally I get to watch something that's live TV. But at the same time, I'm just watching it on the CW app, so that way I could watch it with my friend that lives in the Neverland. So, at the same point, I'm like, oh, I'm so sad. But the whole point in that was, I love how Pacey is really, again, he, he's been seeing Joey since they were little. And then the next part says, but it's time to lay, to lay this on the line, okay? You have some raging hormonal obsession for our friend Jocelyn, and you just can't wait to get your hooks into him, but good, can you? And the reason why I like this part so much, it shows that, yes, they've been friends since they were little, like I said, but there's another part of Pacey who has been watching Joey the whole entire time, and even though Pacey sees it Dawson does not see it and it just shows how Pacey has always been watching her and always been taking care of her it goes back to the last episode it goes back to how he dared her to kiss Dawson but he didn't say I dare you to kiss Dawson he goes who do you like who do you who are you in love with and Joey was all nervous but as they were kissing like Dawson and Joey he was smirking the whole entire time like he says that he never paid attention because he had no interest in her life but at the same time Pacey don't be a liar here like you were watching her the whole entire time because you knew that Dawson and that Joey liked Dawson and maybe Dawson never saw it but Pacey certainly saw it and then Joey goes bite me Pacey and for the second time in the whole show that's what she says and he goes busted I love how he says busted it always has me laughing bite me Pacey busted <laughs> and then he watches her leave and he says hey be kind rewind and she waves at him kind of like she did in season three you know the episode of Cinderella before they got together like right before they got together he was she made this whole he made this whole point with Cinderella and how it doesn't always end up like a fairy tale and she was mad at him so she waved at him and this was the first time that she did that kind of. we then see scene two of Pacey and Joey 
We then see Joey rushing to take other people's order. And I love this scene because it reminds me of the movie that Katie Holmes plays where it's called All We Had. If you have not watched it, it's free on YouTube. So what are you doing? It's actually a good movie, but it it kind of reminds me, and I hate saying this, but at the same time, I'm going to say it. It reminds me of how Joey and Pacey would be if they got a divorce, which is so sad, but that's what Kevin Williams said that he was going to do. And it's crazy to me because I'm like, first of all, I want to talk, I've been wanting to talk about this with someone. First of all, don't divorce them two. And I know like his original plan was Dawson and Joey, but I know he said that he was going to make them two come back together after they have kids and la di da da But that just seems so wrong. Like, don't do that. It kind of reminds me of Dynasty because... It just seems like one of those things where, like, you expect it out of them, but at the same time, you don't. So, the reason why it reminds me of All We Had is because the lady who says, Miss, that coffee, and if you listen closely, that's exactly what happened in All We Had. So, and Joey wasn't honestly the best server. <laughs> I always find that funny. We then see Pacey walk up to her and say, Hey, Joe, and Joe, and Joey says, Ah, oh, thank you, Satan, for completing this night of horrors, for sending me one of you, for sending one of your disciples to finish me off. And as Joey's walking away, Pacey said, Pacey goes, Um, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> and we can hear this guy in the background say, I didn't order this, as Joey gives him a look like, What do you think I'm doing, Pacey? Pacey then says, forget I said that. I was just looking for a date, and since I couldn't find one, I thought of you. Again, with the looking out for Joey. Okay, so this is why I think Pacey invited Joey. Because he knew that Joey was going to Dawson, and Dawson never saw her. And I think probably what he was thinking in his head was, if I get Joey to go then maybe she'll see Dawson. But at the same time, I think he was kind of concerned of whether she was lonely or not. And then and then Joey stares at him, like, is he joking or what's happening? And she does this fake laugh as Pacey says, so what do you say? You want to crash a beach party with me, huh? And Joey says, oh, geez. Uh, gee whiz, as much as that sounds like fun, yeah, I'm kind of busy. And I like how Pacey was smiling the whole time. Like, she knew, he knew this was going to happen. And Joey starts to walk away. But Pacey goes after her and just chases her by saying, Come on, Joe, it will be fine. I love how he calls her Joe. Like, it's kind of like the Tammy thing. Like, it just kind of came out of nowhere. But this, like, I... Whenever Pacey calls Joey, Joey, Joey... You should be generally concerned, because I think I only call, I think I only heard him call, like, Joey, like, maybe a couple times, but even then, like, it was for, like, very, very serious reasons. Like, the prom, for example. He says, I can't take it anymore, Joey. <laughs> that still breaks my heart. Joey then, as 
Joey then hands him dishes and says, After I serve 100 million sea seafood platters, finish breaking, picking up the broken glass from the ice machine, scrape them out, out of the villagers. I was thinking maybe of taking my tip money and flying to Canlan's Islands and opening off opening an off, offshore account. What do you think of that? And then to the woman at the table, she says, sorry for bumping into him. But I just like how he's just, like, standing there, like, watching her put the plates onto his into his hands. Like, he's just like, um, what am I doing here? Pacey then asks, when was the last time he went out? But Joey then pushes him to the sink, and he goes, all right, all right, and then goes, you know, you know, wait, Joey, when was the last time you went out and had fun? And Joey says, don't ask. And then he drops the dishes into the sink and then lives like this with his hands. It says, besides, Dawson's going to be right. Dawson's going to be there. All right. And Joey goes, big whoop. And Pacey says, alone, Joey. Again, Pacey really notices the big details. And this is exactly what I was talking about earlier. Like, he notices, but Dawson does not notice this. Which is odd, because Dawson always points out how they always know each other. But Pacey always knew her in a lot of different ways. I think it was like half and half, because... It's like when you really know someone, you really know all the details. You know what their favorite color is, what their favorite food is, what they what they like to do during their free time, what's their favorite activity, what color, what's their favorite shirt, what do they like to wear, what do they think about their hair, and how they feel about being single or taken. It's like the little things like that, but it's the big things where... You notice, because that's all the things that probably Dawson knows, and he knows her favorite movie and stuff, but there's people like Pacey who knows the big details, like, like whether you are single or taken, whether you are how you feel about this person, because they don't notice the, they may not know your favorite color, they may not know your favorite food or your favorite movie, for instance, but they know the little things, what makes you happy and what makes you sad because they pay attention. And honestly, those type of people are the best friends to have and no one can change my mind. And in this moment, Pacey, when he says alone, Joey, it was that he noticed the big details. We then see Joey looking says, go. And she pats her sister on the arm, and Joey says, But, but we're swamped. And Bessie said, Bessie taking off Joey's apron says that, that Sarah's coming in to cover. And Joey starts to say, But she needs, but they need all the help. And Bessie says, Goodbye. And it was, Thank you. And Joey smiles at Pacey as she as Pacey takes Joey's arm and and like drags her the other way, which this is the first time that we're ever gonna see that. And Pacey says, Party on, Bessie, and Bessie smiles at the two. 
I like how Bessie just smiles at them. Like, I feel like Bessie always knew that somehow they would end up together. We then see scene three of Pacey and Joey. We then see Joey standing all alone and Pacey says, what I tell you? And then Joey rolling her eyes says, and Pacey continues by saying, a good party or what? Joey then says, oh yeah, a time of my life. I'm, re I'm ready for the group hug whenever you are. Pacey then says, ooh, Marissa five at one o'clock. And Joey really glaring at him as he continues to say, girl of my dreams right there. How do I look? And Joey then looks up and down at him. <laughs> she says this. She says, like a before and after picture of the geek remover. Pacey then, his eyes just squint as he turns and walks away and says, Easy, doll. Jealousy isn't going to get you anywhere. And then she smiles at him as he continues to walk away. Which, this was probably like a 20 second clip. But I just like how he calls her doll. Like, is that anyone else? I like how he says dear and doll and sweetheart. I'm just like, okay, let me catch my breath for a second there. And again, with the Joe thing, like, he, he has so many nicknames for so many people, and I adore it. We then see scene five of Joey. We then see Joey looking over at Dawson, who is walking over to her. And Joey says, hey. Dawson then says, hey, great party, huh? And Joey says, oh yeah, time of my life. Dawson then says, I have, I've had such a rocking time since I joined the the JV football team, and Joey says, "Oh yeah, cheerleading has opened up so many opportun, so many doors." Dawson and Joey then smile at each other, and Dawson says, "What do you say? One quick drink, and then we hit the video store." And Joey says, "I thought you never asked." As the two smiles, Joey then Dawson then says that he'll be right back, and we see Joey smiling and biting her lip. Now. Let me talk about the great party, huh? Now we're going to compare Dawson and Pacey for a quick second and how they reacted to certain things. So like I was talking about earlier, there's certain types of people who just know you from the way you look, from the way you do this, and the way you do that. And Pacey, at the time, as much as I said that he knew her, he didn't really know that she wouldn't like the party. Like, he knew that, he wouldn't, that she wouldn't like the party, but... I think also Joey and a lot of different clips, she's kind of like me, where you don't want to start something, so you just don't start it. Like when you're at a party for, when I'm at like a band event or anything really that I'm supposed to be social at, I'm never social at it. I'm just like standing there like, oh my goodness, this is not going to end up low. But as soon as I see my best friend, I'm a whole different person. And I think that's the way that Joey's acting right now because Dawson is her best friend who knows her the best while Pacey is this annoying guy who just is there because Dawson. And I think when you put those two things together, it shows like what Dawson and Joey are like versus what Pacey and Joey are like at the time. But then it goes on to scene six of Joey and we, st we see Joey still waiting for Dawson, who is still by Jen, when this guy with blonde hair walks over to her and 
ass drink which Joey being a smart girl says uh no and the guy goes no really I got an extra soda <laughs> soda Joey then says you know my friend is actually getting me a drink thanks and the guy goes really who's your friend and Joey then says Dawson Leary you probably don't know him and the guy goes, sure, Dawson the sophomore who's currently hitting the beach with that cute blonde chick. And Joey looks back and forth and then realizes that, oh wait, he's not going to come. And the guy offers him a drink, offers her a drink again. And Joey takes it and just chucks the whole thing down. I remember watching this for the first time and being solemnly disappointed at what Joey was like, I would, I feel bad for Joey at this scene because she continues getting her hopes up for Dawson and now she's going to bury it all in alcohol. Like, kind of like season four, episode three, I believe, the future tense episode, episode four, season four, episode four with the, with the future tense where Joey finds out that she got into the fourth or the second place, I can't really remember, and we see her not really like that, but she's just so scared of Pacey leaving her, and it goes back to this scene because she's burying herself in alcohol, and with the drink with season four and even the drink with season six, like, any time that Joey's stressed out, she always goes to alcohol, which is never really a good thing. And considering that Pacey's dad is an alcoholic, I believe, it's kind of a little bit weird to see. I can understand why Pacey was a little bit hesitant the whole time that she was drinking, no matter if they were together or if they weren't together. And it's just, like... I think Pacey understands why Joey is going to do things that she does, but it's kind of sad that Dawson just leaves her just to leave her there because of Jen. Like, again, I, I know I said this before. I hate when people do this to friends. Like, they just leave for their significant other, and I'm just like, you don't even know if you're going to be around them, but okay. We then see scene four of Pacey and Joey. We see Dan we see Joey just dancing a little bit and Pacey walks over to her and says, Not that I care, but you may want to pace yourself with this with this stuff. I love how Pacey when he says this stuff, he looks down at the drink like, Wait, what is this? And Joey then puts her hand on his chest and says, Pacey, I know I don't say enough, but you're a terrific friend and Pacey says Oh, okay, thanks, yeah. Again, Pacey with compliments. <laughs> he really, he really sucks at compliments. Like, he does not do well when other people compliment him whatsoever. See the blonde guy come over and say, This, this guy bothering you, Chloe? And hands her a drink. And Pacey says, Just a couple of things. And he's blinking so much in this. He's like, just, just a couple of things blinking. Like, I'm gonna kill this. I'm gonna kill him. And he says, first, her name is not Chloe, it's Joey. And no, I am not hitting on her, as he takes the drink away from Joey, who is, like, chucking the whole thing. 
and he says, I am just her friend. God knows. The guy then goes, thanks for the information, well, thanks for the info, we'll catch you later. And he goes to Coley and says, let's take a little walk. Coley says, bye, and Pacey looks so mad at the scene. I think Pacey knew that something bad was not going to happen because, first of all, this girl is drunk as can be. And it's probably not the cute kind of drunk where we just see it here and there. And the, one of the reasons why I like this scene is, again, it shows Pacey really protecting Joey. And then the second see scene five of Pacey and Joey, and keep in mind with what I said with the protecting thing, because we then see Joey laughing as she is with that guy, and he is like kind of trying to mess with her and stuff, and this is not Felicity. Like, we don't have a Sean and... What's her name? <laughs> we don't have a Sean in this house. We, like, we don't need that. We don't need that. If you watch Felicity, you know what I'm talking about in the beginning where Sean supposedly raped someone. And I, I feel so bad for Sean in that moment because he had no idea what was happening. And Joey's laughing as the guy is trying to kiss her. And she goes, are you trying... And the guy goes, come on. And he's kind of pushing her to do it. We thought Pacey was pushing her to do it in season four. Nope, this guy is because she's completely drunk. And then Joey asked if they were dancing. He goes, we're doing whatever you want to do, sweetheart. <laughs> I just died. I don't like it when that guy called her sweetheart. I only like it when Pacey calls her sweetheart. <laughs> But Pacey comes and saves the day and says, Alright, Joe, say goodbye to the nice serial, serial rapist, rapist man. And the guy goes, You again, a-hole? She doesn't want to leave. And, and he pushes her. And Joey then goes, Just leave, Pacey. And the guy kisses her neck. Pacey then goes, Alright, come on, cowboy. Party's over. And the guy tries to punch him, and Pacey instead ends up punching him, and then ends up hurting his fist. Like, I love this so much. This is exactly what I'm talking about with the protective mode. In season three, we see Pacey for the first time protecting Joey when she was crying on the dock. But that was because Dawson him too. But in this scene, we see him trying to really protect her here because he punches the guy. Like, he plainly just punches the guy because he doesn't want to see Joey end up getting hurt. And, like, him knowing that it was, that she, that he was there and he could protect her. And I believe that. There are, like, certain guys who are very protective of girls, and especially when they have older sisters. And Pacey had a few older sisters, and we see that in scene, season one, episode one, where he was talking about the magazine. And I think this plainly goes back to the magazine thing, because we see how he interacts with any type of girl. Like, if you pay really, 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 really close attention you will see how Pacey acts towards girls. And it's not like the cute, like, 
oh, how you doing kind of way. It's really like, I'm here and I'm listening to you. It goes back to last episode where he was with Jim. And he was kind of like making her laugh and telling him about, telling her about Oompa Loompa. And he just treats girls with such respect. Even with Tamara, he treated her with such respect. And then we go on to season two and he treats Andy with so much respect. I'm like, Andy, take that boy and hold him close because I don't think you're ever going to find a guy like Pacey Witter. And she even knew that. And then season three, we see him with Joey. And I believe that Joey, like, she was, she didn't know that he was that great. Just like in season one in this episode where he, where she plainly did not know that he was protecting her. And then when he picked her up at the train station, it was so much love and support in that moment. Then season four, obviously Joey was around. Season five, it was Audrey. He treated Audrey again with so much respect. I don't think Audrey needed it at some time. Well, I don't think Audrey needed it in season six. I actually like Audrey in season five. But as soon as Audrey went to rehab, I did not like her. Not because she like, not because I'm like, oh, people with rehab don't make sense. But in the end. Pacey Witter and his girlfriends. So, I'm like, where can I find a guy like this? And there, truth is, there is no guy that is like that. And then Dawson comes running over and says, you were right? And Pacey says, yeah. And the drunk Joey falls to the ground, unaware of anything that is happening here. Like I said, she had no clue that he was protecting her. And Dawson then runs up and says, Joe. And Joey says, Dawson, thank you. You're my hero. Well, Pacey is just like, you have got to be kidding me at this moment. I love how Pacey looks at this moment. He's just like, he's holding his fist. First of all, again, it's hurt. <laughs> and I like this because it just shows how much love and respect he has towards this whole situation. But I don't think, like, I don't think there's a moment where Pacey was just like, I hate this, but. Yeah. Scene six of Pacey and Joey. We then see Pacey, Dawson, and Joey walking up to Joey's front door, and Pacey says to Joey, this is probably not the brightest, brightest thing you have done. And Joey says, shut up. And Dawson whispering so loudly, he goes, dude, we gotta be quiet if Bessie and Pody see us like, like this, we are dead. And Pacey then puts his hand on Dawson's shoulder and says, Listen, you two stay here, and, and I'm going to stay here to think you can wash life by yourself. And Dawson says, Yeah, whatever. Don't wake up the... And he says, Don't wake up the baby. And Pacey's face is just like, Are you choking, man? Like, how would I wake up the baby? <laughs> I like how when... Joey tells Dawson to not wake up the baby. He's just like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. But when 
Dawson tells Pacey not to wake up the baby. He just looks like, are you actually kidding me at the moment? Like, don't go that far. Don't tell me that. <laughs> it just, I think that Pacey's sister had a few kids herself because there were a lot of kids like running around when it was Pacey's birthday party. And it shows that Pacey just knew how to take care of kids because we, but because of how he interacts with Alexander. The whole, the whole show of how he interacts with Alexander, like, there was this one season, one episode in season four where he was with Alexander and he just automatically picks him up and, like, carries him and, like, helps Joey out. And I just feel like that Pacey would make a really good dad. I also saw this photo with Joshua Jackson and his baby girl. She's so cute. And his wife, like, I watched this interview, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it just came out last week. And it was of Joni Smith and her talking about Dawson's Creek and how she was talking about Joshua Jackson. This lady is so humble. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I, I feel like how she acts in interviews is exactly how she acts and towards everybody in the world. And it's kind of like Josh, because that's how he interacts with everybody, too. He just seems like a Pacey. <laughs> I bet he's just like Pacey Witter because she's like... And then he did, like, that charming smile that he did when he called my name. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. We then see Joey then put her head on Dawson's shoulder. But he's... Just, Dawson the whole time just struggles to pick her up again and carry her to the couch. But my question is, I guess he didn't want to look like like he needed help, but why did he get Pacey to do it? Just a thought. Like, Pacey could have easily done that for him. And then we see Pacey walk into the bed, baby's bedroom and he speaks, he starts to walk in when he hears a squeak from a toy and then the baby starts to cry and Pacey's like oh shoot what did I do and then runs over and turns off the baby monitor can I just give it a round of applause for Pacey Witter right there like turning off that baby monitor I'm impressed for him knowing that and he goes hey hey little man we're trying to get Aunt Joey in the house to to go to sleep. Meanwhile, Dawson trying to put Joey on the couch and take care of her, and he sighs and goes, Joey, I know it's been a rough week for you. You always try to handle everything by yourself. Is that why you're drunk, Joey? Like, no, Dawson. The reason why she's drunk is because of you. Like, does he not realize that? Okay, well, again, probably mentioned this for a little bit, but, like, Dawson and Joey, kiss. Why are we not talking about that? Like, what is this episode doing with anything? But it really does show how Joey burns out her problems into, like, different stuffs. Because I know a lot of people do that, and it really irritates me, because I have a mom who does that, or my birth mom does that, and so... I'm used to it, but 
with Dawson, he does not realize this. And he's just like, is that why you got drunk? Because you can't handle things by yourself? Which is very, very true. But Dawson, if you look a little bit closer and you really thought about everything that's happening, why did you not realize this? And he goes, do you need a break from your life? And Joey mutters, tartar sauce, table five. I feel like she wasn't really that drunk. I feel like she was just trying to act drunk. I don't know if that's just me. Meanwhile, Pacey is just struggling to keep the baby quiet. He goes, come on, little guy, as he tries to put the bottle. First, he tries to put a bottle in his mouth, which I wonder how long that bottle's been sitting there. And then he gets a pacifier and puts it in his mouth. Can I just, again, I'm impressed with this. Like, I was, the first time I watched this, I was so impressed with this, with this whole scene. And then he goes, Oh god, there has to be something to quiet this kid down. And then you see his idea, idea face. We love idea face. We then see scene 7 of Joey. And the reason why this, this scene is so important, and this goes back to the individual part, I didn't want to put this part with with Joey and Doc and Pacey because I feel like that's just so disrespectful to Pacey and Joey. But this episode is important because it goes back in season six. If you ever watch season six, you'll know what I'm talking about. With Clean and Sober, where Pacey and Joey kiss after being apart for a very long time. And this goes back to it because I want to compare this part really fast and I just want to say, with when Dawson gets kissed by Joey in this scene, and you'll see what happens here, he goes back to Jen. But when Pacey gets kissed in season 6, like this episode, he automatically goes and casts away and tells her, hey, this is what I think. But he's so humble about it in a lot of ways. But in other ways, he's not so humble. He's like, I want you to be mine. And that goes back to... Dawson does not take action, but Pacey does. So here is the scene. Dawson is still on the couch with Joey, and he goes, This is probably the wrong time to tell you this, but, um, well, maybe it's the perfect time. And it comes back to why is Dawson saying any of this to Joey if he has a girlfriend named Jen? Like, he's so, like, what is Billy gonna do? And what is this gonna happen? Because in this episode, there's, like I said earlier, there's a whole thing between Billy and him and Jen. Which, I get, there has to be some drama between them two. But, in another way, it just kind of shows what Dawson does in certain situations like this. Because, earlier he was talking about his, like, problems with the relationship. But here he is, over here, talking to Joey who's drunk on the couch, and says, I realize how incredibly confusing things are between us. I can't imagine, I can't begin to explain that relationship. You probably can't either. Again, like, this goes back to season, this goes back to episode two, I believe, in this season, where he randomly just goes, I, I don't think we're just friends anymore. 
there's a connection between us, but he says it so randomly, and I'm just like, um, Dawson, you okay there? Or, like, how, uh, what? Like, why does this come out of the blue every single time? And then he goes, but, um, and he tucks her hair behind her ear, may I add, affectionate Arch Dawson, I see you. And says, I just want you to know that um, if you ever need me, I'll always be here for you. All you have to ever do is ask. And what Joey's mind probably went to. Trunk Joey over here. Here's this from Dawson. And that's all she ever wanted to hear from Dawson Leary. Then grabs his face and kisses him. Which I will admit, this is kind of cute. Kind of. But, in another way, I'm like, season six, yeah, season six. I can't wait for season six when this comes out. But I just want to say that it's kind of like, Dawson, you kind of made this happen. <laughs> Not really at the same time, because this is all what Joey wanted to hear. And now she's drunk and she just kisses him. And she falls back on the on the pillow and I wonder if Joey was actually drunk as she seems because she's supposedly like drunk and everything is all like great and handy and dandy dandy over here but I'm like why is Dawson left with what happened when he says like I can't begin to explain what our relationship is what did you think that girl was gonna do? Did you think she was just gonna sit there and be like, huh, me either? Because <laughs> she was like, this is our relationship. I think Joey might have not been as drunk and like as soon as she heard this, she was probably like, I'll tell you what our relationship is supposedly like. It's like this and grabs his face and kisses it like, this is what our relationship is, Dawson. And she falls back on the pillow and she's Dawson's left there like what's happening that's the end of this scene but like alright this thing confuses me if it confuses Dawson it confuses me too <laughs> cause I'm like um what just happened here we then see scene 2 of Pacey meanwhile Pacey over here is talking about the English patient doesn't that sound familiar hmm goes back to the movie scene isn't that isn't that adorable that Pacey goes up to Joey's nephew and starts talking about the Ang English patient because he remembers stuff like Pacey this is what I've always talked about this on my Instagram and I always say Pace Pacey is such a humble man and a lot of, I had this, had this few people, they're like, but Pacey, he wasn't that good when season one, when he was looking over at Joey, and I'm like, yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, that scene is so spicy, in a lot of different ways, I'm like, hoo, hoo, hoo. and one person mentioned, and your opinions are your opinions, I'm not, I'm going to respect them no matter what, but I'm like, they, they said that, Dawson built the white fence, and a lot of people forget that. And I'm like, yeah, but it was, like, Pacey 
Pisces did a wall and asked her to stay. Like, that's a whole different story. And I could go, like, on a whole different list of everything that Pacey did. I actually have done this before. I've done this on TikTok where I made a video where it was comparing Pacey and Dawson for a quick second. And it was, like, where... It was, like, where Dawson gave... Dawson gave her a, a weed. I always say a weed. And a lot of people make fun of me for this. Because, like, not, like, drugs-wise, but, like, a weed as in, like, a flower-wise. And, and the reason why I say it's a weed, I guess it's a daisy. But I always make fun of it because he just, like, he doesn't exactly take thought into what he's doing. And he just picks it up. And there was another season where... There was another episode where he saves his dad in the fire to be his hero while Joey was saved by Pacey. And it just kind of shows, like, those two things that I just talked about. It showed a huge difference in exactly what I was talking about earlier with the protecting thing and knowing thing. Pacey always protected Joey, but sometimes since Joey was so used to... Dawson. There was this one episode in where Aunt Gwen was talking to Joey about how her other husband was safe and then she got so used to being safe and I feel like Dawson was her safe like safeness and even she knew that. So in order for all of this to really happen she didn't realize that Pacey paid attention to her when she was talking at the video store. Like, she never realized that. She never realized that he was talking, that he was paying attention when she talked about the English patient. Because, honestly, he said that movie was boring and just kind of ignore, like, didn't really ignore her, but it act, he kind of acted like he did. And then we see him talk to Alexander, and I just I want to read this because I always find it funny. And it kind of gives a good summary of the English patient. He then goes, the guy who ends up being the English patient, being the English patient, and the girl, they're stranded in the cave. And then Alexander looks up at him as Pacey says, she's like, oh, please don't leave me. Promise me you'll come back. And then Pacey turns around and says, hey, hey, listen. And he says, don't worry, darling. I'll come back. Unless, of course, my friend, my plane is shot by, shot down by Nazis and my face is burned from beyond, beyond recognition after cutting off William Defro's fingers. This goes back to the fact that Pacey is also a movie person. Like, we see Joey and Dawson really focus on movies, but Pacey works at a video store. As much as we kind of see him talk about movies. But this is like the key of him talking about movies. Because the last time that we heard him talk about movies was with the scream in the cafeteria with Joey. And where he goes, oh, like the one with scream with Drew Barry Barrymore. And Joey goes, a ripoff of the ripoff. And this is the second time that we basically ever heard Pacey talk about a movie as much as Dawson probably would, but he's so humble about it.
And then we see Dawson walk in and ruin the absolute cute moment which breaks my heart and says, let's go, let's go. And Pacey says, alright. And then looks at Alexander and says, sleep tight, little man. He's a, I like how he says little man. It makes me smile so big. Again, Pacey Witter, he would honestly be such a good dad. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Especially with the son. I feel like Pacey Witter would really teach his son what's good and what's bad with the woman. Because he had a bunch of sisters and he had Joey. But I feel like, I was thinking about this today. I was thinking about whether Joey or Pacey would have a girl. Because, you know, sixth season wasn't enough for me. And this is what I came down to. And maybe you guys can help me out here. I feel like Joey and Pacey probably had a girl. Because Pacey's... I believe Pacey has an older... Has the oldest sister. And then it's Doug. And then it's another sister with Carrie. That's her name. And then it's Gretchen. And then it's Pacey. And then we see Joey over here where it's Bessie and her. So I feel like combined with those, it might be a girl, but it could be very well a guy. Because that's what I noticed. Like with generations of the girls first, then usually they're going to have a girl first. I was right about that with my aunt. I was like, I feel like she's going to have a girl because my mom was the firstborn. And then she and then her husband had has a sister who's the firstborn and then there's a lot of people in my family who's the firstborn that's a girl see scene three of pacey we then see pacey and dawson on the boat rowboat as dawson says joey was so out of it babbled on about the ice house and kissed me and rolled over and passed out Okay, Dawson, alright. Pacey's like, wait, wait a minute, did she kiss you? And Dawson says, yeah. And Pacey was like, she kissed you on a, like a aunt on Thanksgiving kiss? Or she like, not his head, kissed you. And Dawson says, she, she kissed me. It meant nothing, it meant nothing. She was completely wasted. And obviously, mistake me for Brad Pitt. I like how he says Brad Pitt. And Pacey is just plainly staring at him like, You? You idiot! Like, how do you not realize that this girl is trying to go after you? And the whole episode, Pacey knew so much more than Dawson did. Because the whole episode, he was like, One, Pacey protected her. Two, he encouraged her to go to a party when he knew she probably didn't want to go. Like, I feel like that's why he continued chasing her and, like, getting her to come over and go to that party. But three, over here, as he's sitting in the rowboat, he was just like, You've got to be kidding me. How does this dude not realize that Joey's trying to go after him? And then Dawson says, which... Which is un understandable, but then Pacey interrupts him by saying, Oh, Dawson, my fine, oblivious friend. One of these days, you're going to have to take a gigantic fact check, my friend, alright? She didn't mistake you for anyone, okay? This girl, 
is head in the clouds, 100% ass backwards in love with you, alright? Pacey! Yes! Finally, Pacey always speaks the mind of what we are all thinking. And this is one of them. <laughs> I love this one so much because, again, like, all of you guys know that I'm a Pacey and Joey fan, but it's more like the fact that Pacey just always saw it, what was happening for what was happening. And... Dawson really irritated me at this part. He goes, dude, Pacey, as he closes his eyes. And Pacey just laughs. Like, <laughs> that's all he does. He goes, <laughs> and then he's, Pacey, Dawson says, Joey and I have a great time together. And it's great to have someone you know so well that you don't even have to verbally say what you're thinking most of the time. And Pacey just kind of looks confused or deep thought or something. Because he just has, like, um, this kind of look like, what? Like, how do you, then, what, then why don't you see Joey liking you? And Dawson continues, the other person gets it, picks up on it, and it's just like that with me and Joey. It's great, and, and I like it, but it's not love. You guys, you guys, what have I been saying the whole entire episode? this whole entire episode i was like dawson never realized that joey loved him first he leaves him at a well here here's the whole rundown over here from beginning to now we first see dawson knock at the fact that joey liked him when she was trying to get out of the bedroom so that way she probably didn't want to do something dirty and then she continues making smart comments to Jen because she likes Dawson and then we see her continue doing this throughout the whole show even actually in this episode we don't see her do it which is I guess good but I mean she does she does do it with when Pacey's around and she does it a little bit when Dawson but she doesn't do it like completely like how she's been doing and there's Pacey and the kiss like Dawson wanted her to kiss Pacey for the movie, but he didn't understand, like, I feel like that kind of encouraged Pacey just to continue going on a little bit. And then we see him scream at Joey because she lied to him. Okay, Dawson. And then we see, like, last episode with the whole detention scene and he they kiss and this is the whole time i'm just like how how dawson do you not realize any of this and now this episode he leaves her at a party he, he doesn't understand why she's drunk and this scene with pacey he, dawson doesn't realize like what's happening like why did she kiss me well she kissed you because again a I'm going to say this, and I'm probably going to repeat myself over and over and over again for the next six seasons. A drunk man's thoughts are a sober man's action, or a sober man's thoughts. I'm going to say that again. A drunk man's thought is a sober man's thought as well. So, 
Dawson, how do you not realize any of this? And even Pacey realizes it. And we see him say, you just pick on up on it. How do you just not pick up on anything that you're supposed to pick on, but then you figure out you don't like something that Joey says, so you get all defensive. But the moment that you need to get defensive over here about Jen, he never says anything. Like, he, he tries to say something, but he never really does stand up for Jen, which I always thought was weird. And Paisley says, all right, don't you think it's a little strange that in the middle of a disaster weekend with your girlfriend, Jen, you were sitting here talking about your friend, Joey. And Dawson says, glove is what I have with Jen. Okay, it's exciting. It's, it's new. It, and it's unknown. It's, yeah, sometimes it's out of hand. But trust me, there's a difference between friendship and love. Dawson, no. This guy's supposed to be very romantic, but he's just so blind. Because how there is, guys, there is not a difference between friendship and love. I mean, there is. But, hear me out here. A friendship is about honesty. It's about trust. It's about all this different kind of stuff. It's basically like a relationship. And then a love interest you have to really dig into what the other person is feeling. You have to get into their mindset. You have to understand what they're going through. There's so many things that I just go, love is so important with a friendship. Love is just based off of love. And how are you supposed to love one another if you just continue not noticing the little things? I mean, the big things as well. Like, there are little things that he's supposed to notice, but there's big things like Jen and her feelings. Like, are you going to not acknowledge Joey's feelings this whole episode? And then finally, it's like, I always wonder, like, there's so many things, Dawson, that you need to say to Joey. And Pacey goes bright. You're so sure you know the difference. And Dawson starts to row the boat and gives Pacey the biggest fake smile that I've ever seen. And, and it stays quiet for a minute until he says, You, you don't know what you're talking about. How many times has Dawson Leary said, You don't know what you're talking about? Excuse me, Dawson. Excuse me. How? How does he not know what he's talking about? He encouraged the girl to go to a party because he knew that she liked him. He continues to watch Joey drunk because I feel like Pacey knew that she was drunk because it didn't go well. And then he punches the guy because he was about because that guy was about to take advantage of Joey. Now, he's, well, then he went to the baby's room so that you could be alone with Joey. Because, in fact, I feel like Pacey could have easily picked Joey up and put her on the couch. But, no, he looked out for what was going to happen and stayed around. 
And now you're on this rowboat and you're telling the guy, you don't know what you're talking about. Tell somebody, right? If you are human right now, I would punch you. <laughs> like he doesn't know what he's talking about. And that was the end of the scene with Pacey and that's the end of the episode. Again, there was a lot of Mitch and Gail scenes, but in the end, there were so many things that Pacey and Joey were going through. And it comes back to haunt us later. I feel like with this episode, we really saw how patient Pacey is towards women. As much as we saw that with Tamara, I feel like there was a lot of scenes with Tamara that because she was a 36-year-old woman, we never really saw Pacey with his with his own age until last episode with Jen. And I feel like this whole thing just continues going on with Dawson and Joey and then Pacey on the side. Because Pacey always knew that he was just going to continue watching. Which I think greatly shows appreciation on so many parts. And then there's Joey who... Who, it shows how she doesn't really know how to deal with her feelings. And we saw this from the very, very, very beginning. How Joey dealt with her feelings. But this episode, it showed drunk Joey. Which is a completely different side of Joey. But I feel like this drunk Joey is actually more dangerous than the other drunk Joey's. I like, I like season 4 drunk Joey. That one's funny for me. But... It just shows when Joey's stressed out, she doesn't know how to handle her emotions. And as much as she gets better with it, I would say, and Pacey gets better with his emotions as well, it shows how both of them hide a little bit. And there's so many reasons why I say that. Because when Pacey and Tamara come together... And then they end. When Pacey and Tamara first ended, Pacey just wanted to completely dismiss the whole situation in a lot of ways by not getting her in trouble. And Joey over here, when she finally gets to kiss the boy that she likes, and he still has a girlfriend, and instead of walking up to Dawson and being like, hey, like, I like you, let's, let's do this, because she's definitely scared of what's going to happen next. And I feel like this goes back to tomorrow thing because she dismissed it by alcohol. Pacey doesn't dismiss it by alcohol. I feel like he just kind of dismissed it all together. And because, like Joey said in season four, he's just emotionally retarded. But in a lot of ways, both of them are emotionally retarded. And again, that's what, that's what Pacey said. Uh, that's what Joey said, so I wanted to kind of say that, but there's just so many ways that a lot of people handle their anger in a different way. And there are people like Dawson, who are like me, who just say whatever crap is on their mind. But there are people like Joey and like Pacey who don't know what they're, they're saying. So in conclusion, I learned through this whole episode that Pacey is protector and Joey is still trying to figure out her feelings towards Dawson how to say it. Which, when when do they ever find out their feelings? The world may never know. So that is the end of this episode. Make sure to give it a review on Apple if you like it. 
Make sure to comment down below what you liked and what you disliked on YouTube. And if you have not subscribed on YouTube, please, please subscribe. Even if you don't watch on YouTube and you like this idea of the podcast and you like what you hear, please do me a big favor and just subscribe and it would really help out. I'd really appreciate it. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, that's Twitter and Potter. Make sure to follow me on TikTok, that's Pacey and Joey. And that is all for this week. I can't wait to share two more episodes. So episode, if you don't know what episode 10 is, I'll give you a hint. It's Double Date. I can't wait for Double Date, you guys. But sadly, that's not the next episode. So, I'll see you next week.